Another not for nothing. You got your host, Chris. You got your other host, Chris. Together, combined, they make magic for the next hour. So buckle up. Here it comes. Not for nothing. That's right, baby. I wanted to do a 20-second intro and I did it. Oh, good job. Thanks. Hit the... I tried to hit, hit some it. marks. I really want we need someone else to do that though. <laughs> like it shouldn't be me, and then it's my voice. <laughs> I just tried to like try Don Pardo voice. or something does an intro for us. Yeah, we could get him. We should get him. Is he still alive? Who's the most famous person you could text to do an intro for this show? Uh, <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have anybody in your phone. You have no. You have no connections to a single person that you could. I want to know who's no. the most famous person we can get to do the intro. I, I in my phone, I have. <laughs> I have Roscoe Orman. That's my favorite f- favorite celebrity in my phone. And he's, I don't know who that is. That's Gordon from Sesame Street. Oh right, wait. Oh okay. So isn't he de- isn't, he's not dead. He... No, he's alive, okay. alive and well. Right. One of my right. favorite people in the world. Okay, so that's a good one. Actually. He would be. I think he would. He probably want money. But he... That's fine. Well, can we just do one of those um, cameos? We, yeah, cameo things. Ah, uh, we could just do a cameo. Just have them do the read. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I wonder who. It's like who did someone just did? Um, who was the? Uh, oh man, am I gonna screw this up? The former, uh, the former Browns head coach Hugh Jackson. They someone gave him oh, like God, something really? to read, and a it script? turned out he was just reading like lyrics from from uh, WAP. Oh right, right. Or Wait. it was like a, it was a version of that or something. Yo, you know who would do it? Eddie Curry. If I was like Eddie Curry, said I could slip into his DMs. If I got, Eddie, I bet you Eddie Curry would fucking do it intro for us. Yeah, I mean, whatever, dude. Eddie's cool. <laughs> He's cool huh. like that. He never makes me feel insignificant. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I slip into those DZMs. <laughs> anyway. Our, she get like a non-sports person to do it. Like total random. I like this. This uh, One time I had uh, Riff Raff, the rapper. Uh, <laughs> he, did one, he did a birthday shout out to a friend of mine. <laughs> and it was so good. He basically just promoted his own record. He was like, the new, yeah, the new Dale D'Antoni comes out. August thirteenth. Check it out. Happy birthday! <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. I don't know where he came up with the name Dale D'Antoni either, but it's pretty funny. He's got a million yeah. alias. He's like Pink Panther drops October seventh. Also, happy birthday. <laughs> Maybe he would do it. It's not. Also, ex- it's not expensive. Yeah, yeah right. Like twenty bucks or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if he's twenty, but he might be. Like All right, thirty-five. Twenty-five. Well, yeah. I should get Riff Raff to do it. He would be yeah. great. Yeah. What about like our, you know, like our, your buddy RJ just uh, texted the other day about uh, DOS effects, and I was like, oh, there's a name from the past. Yeah, DOS effects. Let's see if we can get DOS effects to do it. Maybe they could do a little rap intro rap for us. Bump stickity bump stickity bump bump. <laughs> <laughs> it could be fucking anybody. Anybody know what DOS or effects sounds like? <laughs> it could just get like my homie I, Max there, and RJ. RJ could do it. it. RJ could actually do it. Be like, hey. This oh, is DOS been... from DOS. Of, I don't know what their names are. It's probably like Skibbity Scoo and from DOS. DOS is, I think it was. I think it was like a combination of their two names, and then FX was, you know, FX, FX, FX. I did not get into that band. I I don't remember if I I don't know if there's a there's a band or or a rap group from the '90s that I I I totally remember, but I've totally forgotten about. 
And, that's and I the, don't remember if I liked them or not. Does so, that make sense? Yeah, for, totally. I know that Ice Cube had a song with them. Like, that was like their only other thing besides. I Were think, they kind I, of a one hit wonders? Yeah, or for one sure. Album wonders? For sure. I think Ice Cube discovered them. There's an Ice Cube tie to them. Uh, right now, RJ is pulling out his mustache hairs, like <laughs> freaking out because we're not we're we're messing up. Important. Are we disrespecting DOS effects? We're do- definitely disrespecting DOS effects. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna say this a, is the problem though. I couldn't tell if his text was in jest or not about DOS effects. It's medium. It's medium in jest. RJ okay. would gladly listen to DOS effects or Spin Doctors, who is the other band he quoted oh. in that. Yeah. Uh, What's the maybe first we, band? What's the first hip hop group you think of when I say DOS effects? Um, is there another one? Kind of, but I can't. Mm. I was my brain immediately goes to Fushnikins. Like it was okay, like, yeah. DOS effects and Fushnikins are might as well be the same goddamn thing to me. Like they did. Like they both had like stupid like gimmicks. Like like he's my language. Fushnikins. <laughs> Shaq Fu. Remember Shaq Fu was in Fushnikins? Oh, I remember Shaq Fu. Yeah, he's yeah, the worst. Fushnikins. Yeah. Yeah. Da- wasn't there another like DOS or something like DOS? Um... There was Rex in effect. Yeah, maybe that's who I'm thinking of. Rex Pro- probably who you're thinking of. <laughs> maybe that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> Rome Shaker. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rex in effect. Rex in effect is, is a. Make a rump like a rump shaker. Yeah, but Rex and Effects would like that. There, that's like Teddy Riley shit. So like a Teddy. Yeah, Riley. yeah, yeah. Right. So right. that's that's like huge. Like there's that's like party people. Like yeah. yeah, like we're getting on the dance floor and having like a weird, crazy, ass, stupid song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be mad at Rump Shaker. You can't no, be mad at no. Rex and Effects. They like they they're. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna try. Like it's a funny name and Rump Shaker is a stupid song, but like Rex and Effects is legit. Like DOS Effects <laughs> could go fuck themselves. I'm sorry. Like I don't. I don't care about them. <laughs> I don't care about them at all. <laughs> I don't think anybody does anymore. I think that's RJ the point. cares about them. Well, he's the only one. Yeah, because they're like they're. It's like a guy from Brooklyn and a guy from New Jersey, which is basically just <laughs> RJ is the RJ is the love child of DOS and Effects. <laughs> Oh man, good. Oh good. no, good stuff. Oh, they were down with EPMD. We're definitely doomed. Oh, RJ's, EPM, now, so EPMD now. RJ's a fan. Fuck, we're doomed. RJ's uh, now he's really pissed because oh. EPMD is RJ's favorite group in the whole world. I love our EPMD. Of course, of course. Eric and Perrick are making dollars is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> Not the greatest thing, but they're they're high up there. They. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, was it Business Never Personal? Business Never Personal is one of the greatest records of all time. That's one oh, crossover. That, that had crossover, so everybody had that. I stole that cassette from a Woolworths. That's how old I am. <laughs> I was in a real <laughs> shoplifting phase in the early nineties, and tapes were mad easy to jack. <laughs> now it's too- and yeah, I remember they were small. You put them in your little pocket. Yeah, I could break them. I could break those stupid like oh, those plastic cases. The that cases, came yeah, it. I could. I this some random kid taught me that if you just put enough pressure at the top of them, they just they the lock pop never up. stays. Yeah, so then they just pop open and then you're good to go. Like you can't you can't you can walk out of it's hard <laughs> hard not to hide a tape. <laughs> didn't they have like wasn't most of their albums like didn't have like business or something in them? Yes. There were like a theme the, with all the their word business is in every EPMD record for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. There, there's no for way most of them. Probably. No, no, all, I'd say all. all it's that's, all okay. That's, right. Yeah, because there's definitely strictly business, and there's unfinished business, and business never personal. 
And then there's probably like, I don't know, old business or (laughs) old dirty business. Starting up a new business. Like they've got some (laughs) bad ones, I'm sure. Out of business. Out of business. There you go. Back in business. Those are real ones? Yeah. Oh. Business as usual. Okay. All right. I went out of order here, but the final one was 2008. (laughs) They, wow, they did a one in 2008. We mean business. Uh, That's a, it's not a great one. Yeah, it probably wasn't, uh, it probably didn't do good business. They had one. There was one EPMD oh. record that came out that actually I liked. That was a little bit of a later EPMD hit, and I'm trying to remember. I want to say it like came out like '97. That must have been back in business. Yeah, back in business. That's good. That's a good. That's actually a pretty good record. Yeah. I don't quite remember that one. Maybe, but I, yeah. They had, mm. they had a song "Keep It Moving" with like Redman and and Keith Murray. Remember. Ah, uh, you don't. Yeah. Anyway, that's look that song up. It's good. Okay. Look up. Right. It's K I M. Keep it moving. I'm a. I'm. That's the song of the week for you. <laughs> we got there. RJ's <laughs> fucking livid right now. Anyway, what were we talking about? Let's. You want to talk about sports a little bit? I guess. Okay, but before we do that, I've. I have to. I wanted to tell you something because I was inspired by your recent house purchase and remodel. Ooh. Uh, to watch the movie money pit which oh yeah which i i think i had thought i had saw um a long time ago my wife and i sat down and started watching it start <laughs> starting being the 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 key word here because you cannot finish that movie it is so bad it is it you like i don't know if anyone has ever finished it i think they know the premise mm-hmm. sort of and mm-hmm. then they refer to it when a ha- someone buys a new home or like a fixer upper but mm-hmm. God, that movie's. Uh, do you know home, that? Home crap do, home. Do you know? I, so I think you have to be like, you kind of have to, had to grow up with that movie, like watching it like multiple times as a child, which I did. You watch the whole thing? So it's. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah I think I can still watch that whole movie now. I think I probably would think it's still funny because of, because of, you know, watching it 30, I mean, multiple times 30 years ago. Well, it's on Showtime right now. I highly recommend you, if you have Showtime, <laughs> you sit down with your wife and you guys watch it. She, I guarantee you, she will laugh through. Uh, sixty-five to seventy-five percent. It's so stressful. That movie is so stressful. <laughs> you find it stressful is hilarious to me. It's so. It, oh God, I was just like, I can't. Oh. It, everything's a problem, and it just goes from bad to worse, and no yeah. part of that's funny to me. Home crap, home. Like a guy fixing his door and then closing the door, and then the door frame falls off. Like that's the opposite <laughs> of what I think is funny. Like that's just <laughs> stressful to me. See, you're laughing. I don't get it. I don't get how that's funny to a person. I see. I think it's just because. Well, I don't. Because you're just a stressful guy, Chris. I'm just a lose, fun-loving, carefree kind of dude who just laughs at everything. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm. Uh, I, honestly, I think there's something to that because there's a lot of movies, right, that people just hang on to that are from their 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 past and their childhood sort of years. Jaws three. And I think they just kind of, they just, they think it's funny still and they want it to be funny still. And I think they just, it's one of those kind of a self, whatever kind of things that it just. prophecies? No. Yeah. Or yeah. I guess maybe something like that where it just keeps being funny to them because, because they think it's funny. Uh, they okay. always think it's funny. Okay. So th- here's an example of that. It's like Caddyshack or Exactly. Like, uh, Cad- fucking house. What's the one that with that, the not house party. That movie is incredible. I love uh, house party. What the fuck is it? The one, the animal house. Yeah, right. There's Animal no, House. Unless you're like 55 years old, that movie's not like it had to have been fun. Like it, mu- it must have been funny at the time. Yeah, 
because comedy hadn't gotten better or something because it's not funny. It's terrible. You also have a different sort of style and perspective on stuff like that. What's though, funny right? about that movie? There's nothing funny about that. I, movie. I'm not saying I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that like you, you, there is also a grain of salt when when you're in your movie reviews, like you, you don't sort of like the, the, the typical Hollywood like action or comedy style movies. You're, you're a little more of like indie off the beaten path. Type Listen, of, uh, that's, uh, that's horseshit. Like I, okay. So yes, to an extent, I'm not, yes, like, I'm right. Right. But, I think that Animal House is, was probably an indie movie when it came out, right? Like, yeah, but then it became like my, you know, like cult classic, you know, kind of a hit. Um, uh, it's so. All right, let me ask you this. Let me. Oh, um, uh, what's oh god? What's the one that everyone watches in the movie theaters at like midnight and dresses up and like cheers and oh, throws popcorn? And, uh, the fucking the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Like. Okay. That's some D and D shit. That's like cosplay. Like that's. <laughs> That was like that. There's a release for that. That I get those people. They want to fucking dress up and sing along. That's for like drama nerds. Like I'm fine with that. Like go do okay. that. That that movie is probably unfucking watchable unless you are like it's like Burning Man. It's like for a normal person, Burning Man's gonna be wretched. But yes. for some asshole who's into like silk dancing or whatever the fuck, yeah, or with LSD juggling and, the, and yeah. like doing Molly and fucking right. getting sand in your ass. And yeah. like making out with 27 people, which is fun, I'm sure. But like, it's like, yeah, like then it's a different it's you have to look at it in a different light. Like Burning Man to me is just like you can't just go to Burning Man just to go to Burning Man. You have to go to Burning Man for with a with a purpose and an intent. Yeah. And I'm not going to let my guard down like that. The same way I'm not going to go fucking a Rocky Horror Picture Show and put on a fucking garter belt <laughs> and prance around or whatever the <laughs> fuck you do. <laughs> but I bet you if you're like an outsider, like you're into drama, like it's dope. You're like, oh, my sure. God. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, I, I mean, people uh, don't, I, for me, like, I, I would love to go to, like, to, like, the NBA, like, like, the, the, what's it called? When they, the, the rookie shit, the, I don't know. What, no, no, no. When the, the, the summer league. Like, oh, to, okay. to me, summer yeah. league is, like, the holy grail. I would love nothing okay. more than to go to Vegas and watch a bunch of summer league. Like, that sounds incredible. Like, that sounds fucking fantastic. But I bet you, like ninety five percent of the world, that sounds miserable. Like that's yeah, like, totally. That's like not even. That's like so. Wait, you're telling me it's a bunch of like non professionals and rookies playing against each other, like during the daytime over and over again. You're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And sometimes you see nerds and GMs and writers, and it's like, ugh, <laughs> like. But that's that's how Rocky Horror Picture Show is to a is to a drama nerd. Sure, <laughs> I've spoken sure. too much. No, it's you're you're totally. I think you're totally right. I was just trying to gauge like your kind of like uh, perspective on, on that kind of. So like, what's the funniest movie like you think ever? Do you have one? The funniest movie ever? Yeah. Or oh, like your man, top? That's you know like that's too. I don't know. I don't know. Is there a is there a comedy movie that you could watch over and over again and laugh? No. Okay. No. There's yeah. there's probably part, if I if you're putting me on the spot, but there are probably parts of movies that have made me laugh. That would still like Freddie got fingered. That's probably <laughs> my favorite comedy. That fucking movie makes me laugh See, that's, every time. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's that's a that's so, oh god. This you just fucking hit it. You hit it out of the park on this. Chris. Thank you. Because like nobody likes that fucking movie. It's so funny. It's, it's so stupid, dude. D Daddy, would it's you like some sausage? Funny. Makes me laugh. 
Every fucking time. Freddy Got Fingered is the first, and probably yeah. on, besides Mandy, is the only movie I've ever watched as soon as I stopped. Like, it ended, and I was like, I must watch that again this minute. Like, I have to see what that was about again. Those are the two movies that have done that for me. Mandy okay. and Freddy yep. Got Fingered. So that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you what's have your, a what's different your taste? favorite movie of all time? Uh, uh, comedy. comedy? What, what do you think is the funniest movie? Not favorite, but what do you think is the funniest? Um, that's, man. It's hard, I don't, right? It's hard. Yeah. I, there's, I mean, I, but I, I'm, I'm a little more sort of general middle of the road kind of do where I, I find a lot of those movies funny and I enjoy them. Now, can I watch them over and over again and laugh to this, to this day? Probably not. Like I liked old school when it came out. I laughed a lot. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But that would not be, that would not be funny. Isn't that it's, also I don't know a Tom Green? Quite holds up. Isn't that also a Tom Green movie? Uh, no. I thought Tom Green was in, oh no, I'm thinking of, uh, I think of Road Trip. Tom Green movies. Road Trip. Road Trip is great. (laughs) You know what's actually a really funny movie that was fairly recent and new? And my wife and I laugh, and we we purposely, if we want like a good laugh, we we look for that movie and we'll put it on. What's that? If it's like free somewhere, is um, This Is the End. Oh, yeah. That's a a good one. The the one. The spoiler alert: the Backstreet Boys ending movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, 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 Rogan. Uh, yeah. No, uh, yeah, it's, it's like it's like Seth Rogan. Yeah, Seth Rogan yeah. and like um, and that all those ho- guys, Jay Baruchel and yeah, all those that guys. Horrible, it's, yeah, yeah. I we went to that movie. Uh, we went to that movie in the theaters, having no idea what it was, and we were just like, we were completely impressed. I I agree with you on that. Yeah. Also, the the night the night before, which is a Christmas movie. Oh yeah, good. That's good too. That's, that's, that's funny. like my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Like it's so that's a good one. So Seth Rogen, yeah, he's doing good things. Did you know that? Yeah. He is. He is. He's really. Hey um, guys, here's a yeah. here's a hot tip he's for kind you. Of funny. He's Seth a pretty Ro- funny guy. Seth Rogen's been making some good movies. You should check him out. We we're we got our <laughs> fingers on the pulse over here, but uh, for you layman, <laughs> check out this Seth Rogen guy. I think he's gonna be big. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, there's. It's hard because I also I don't sort of ever think about and, and rank and list movies like that. Like I just there's a ton of them I enjoy and, and and I sort of leave it at that. Okay, before before we get off this topic and talk about sports legitimately, good luck. I want to. I I I my guess is you love this movie. Okay. For all the reasons we were talking about nostalgia, but I think you also legitimately think it's funny, and I think if you watched it now, you'd think it's hilarious. And I'm gonna. This is a, this is to gauge our friendship. I think you. <laughs> I think you like okay. this movie. You ready? Yeah. Airplane. Uh, yeah. You don't like it? For, oh, I for, thought no, that. No, no, no. For no, for I yeah. For all those reasons, uh, I've always thought it was funny. I've always kind of laughed. I I probably watched it. It probably came on t- TV probably in the last ten to twelve years, and yeah. I probably watched it, and I. It's, it's not as funny, like consistently, but you still laugh at some of the parts, but you I, also, you can't, you're not laughing at all the parts anymore. I think people that watch that movie like it because they memorized it because it has so many one, good one-liners, but it's, yeah, I don't think it's right. funny at all. Also, how screams in it. Why is Ted Knight so goddamn stressful in every fucking movie? He's like, he's just a stress case. It's his thing, man. Yeah. He's, that's what he's good at. Typecasting, you know, yeah. like you, you find, uh, he's a real tight ass that Ted Knight. Yes. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. I'm actually relieved to know that you do not hold uh, airplane in high esteem because I just. I think it's funny. I, I don't think it's like the funniest movie ever. I'm not sure. 
I mean, that's the problem with movies and people. I think that's what the problem is that like, people try to hold on to these movies and, th- and a lot of them don't hold up. I mean, they'll hold up like 10 to 20 years, but you start getting 30, 40, even to 50 years. And you're like, nah. yeah, you know, they're, cause they're, they're, everything's sort of timely, right? Like, yeah, that's the whole thing about, that's, a, um, that's comedy, right? It's time plus it, effort and minus. Yeah. Right. And then, I mean, that's um, something. What's the, <laughs> that's <laughs> animal house though. Right. Is yeah. it was timely. Well, it, that's also racist. I think that animal house well, is I mean, that too. Yeah. Right. And that, well, that's a huge thing with comedy is things get old and, and change quickly. And, and, and with, you know, jokes that are either racist or, or offensive and whatnot. And, um, and that's sort of the problem where you're like, now you're like, look, watch a lot of those movies and you're like, Oh yeah, this just isn't, that's not funny to me anymore. Yeah. Cause we're, we've, we've hopefully uh, evolved a little bit more. Yeah. Although I do think a good, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not even going to say it. Uh, Chris, so can we talk about sports now? Sure. Okay. I, uh, I know you've got some topics that are NBA related. So if you yep. want to, if you want to fire those off, we can. Um, I did, I had, I had one thing I wanted to get your opinion on because uh, it is gambling related. So, so what did you want to talk about? Let's start there. So I, you know what, I just wanted, we, you know, this happened after the last show, I think, or whatever, uh, you know, huge respect and praise to the Lakers for winning the finals. Oh, they did. They did do that. Yeah. Much did we do that? I don't know if we did that. We not. did not. We did not. So congratulations, J.R. Smith, uh, Dwight Howard, <laughs> Jared, Caruso. Jared Dudley. <laughs> you now have championship rings, you pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I think Giannis's brother didn't he get a ring? Yeah, he got a ring before his brother did. That's pretty incredible. Like yeah. who? Yeah. Was there, I wonder if you could have bet on that. That would have been a great bet. Which Antetokounmpo would win so, a championship? So first. Chris, quickly, since you just reminded me of this, do you, I sent you a link to this YouTube thing. I've not delved into it too much more, but apparently there is a site right now where users can make up their own bets and put their own odds on it. And yeah, then you can then you can bet, and then the the site takes like one percent of the bet. So you can you can put up the money, and say, here's the bet I propose, and yep. see if anybody will take the bet. And right, it could be you could do. I have a feeling you could do that. You could be like, which on a good on onto Takumpo brother will yeah win a championship right. first. Oh, or, we should start all these bees. You know, bets that we always come up and think yeah, about. We have of, to start posting them. We have to start posting. Yes, these, I agree. It's a brilliant. It's actually it sounds like a brilliant site. When I, you sent it to me, I watched it. Yeah, and it's it's like it's a cool concept. At least it's a very it's a cool concept. concept. We'll 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 uh, we'll get into it a little bit more when I've had a chance to. Which really is also interesting then it. too, because can you just gamble? Is that considered gambling like with, within yourself, like person to person? Yes. Is that illegal or legal then? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> It's only illegal if you get caught, Chris. That's true. That's true. That's, I think that's the best advice you've ever given on this show. Um, I also, we, listen, we also got to give huge respect here to Jimmy Butler. Much respect to the Bucks. Right? Nobody, like, nobody raised their profile and they're standing in the game itself. And the coffee game. And the coffee game. Yeah. He just, he, every, he became a household name. Jimmy Buckets. Won yeah, the bubble. This his bubble, name should yes. be Jimmy Bubble. Yeah, because Ooh, yeah. Jimmy Bubble, like, like he's he is now. I think if you asked a ten year old if they knew who, that had a, a like a like cared about basketball, I bet you he's like a top ten player. His jersey is going to be selling. It's going to be the top five. I think coming straight next, up. Next straight season. up. Yeah, he did what Iverson could only do once in a finals. Like he put a team on his back mm-hmm. in two games of a finals mm-hmm. and fucking beat. 
the far better team and like in, like intimidated them. That that last game that they won, that game five game, where was it? No, game six, where it was basically buckets and LeBron just blow for blow, mm-hmm. and then Danny Green missed that shot. It's one of the greatest. Like that was one of the greatest finals games I've ever seen, and it was like the second best finals game of this finals. Like I, <laughs> like the both Miami wins are worth a rewatch for sure. But yeah, much respect to the Lakers for not getting swayed by that. That to me shows a real, the test of a true champion. the 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 Celtics, the Celtics melted under that pressure. Yeah, the Lakers yeah, just took true. took each. Each and that's, I mean, and that's kind of LeBron, right? I mean, the dude, did the dude average a triple double in the, in the finals or he was mean, close it to it? It doesn't matter. Like he's like, I mean, you're not, it's really hard to sort of, I think, beat LeBron when push comes to shove like this, right? It's, it's always, it always comes down to that. And it's like, well, do they, you know, you, they should be able to beat this team, but they have LeBron on it. So there's no team know. LeBron's been on that hasn't won a championship. <laughs> it took two tries in Cleveland, but sure. like each, sure. each, each, each town yeah. he's been in he's yep. won a, he's won yep. that team a championship that's crazy pedigree that is like saying like it's impressive that's i can win you a chance bring me and like one guy and i'll get you a ring like that's and pretty impressive which is impressive and it's sort of you know and i know people keep i've seen it you know all over the place about people now you know trying to give lebron more respect and, and comps to jordan about being the greatest of all time and you know trying to make those stupid arguments and I'm not going down that road. Uh, I'm not going to go down that road with this question. Did you see LeBron's so, tweet this week? Yeah, with that, give me the damn respect or whatever the stupid no. thing. He said he he tweeted himself watching the fucking the last dance and was like doing homework. I was like, that's nice. Like that's huh. that. Yeah, good right. for you. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't. But, and, I don't know why he cares about respect. It doesn't. Who cares who's the? Yeah, goat? he's already got the respect. He's Goat's done so dumb, much in this league. Goat's the dumbest shit. I'm, I'm so dumb. I'm so embarrassed that like that somebody figured out the greatest of all time. Like goat and yeah. POTUS are like two of my biggest yeah. fucking pet peeves. Ugh. Those words are so corny. It's so corny. They're hate, so corny. I hate when people but say goat. I saw someone post this and like, can we change it from goat to from G O A T to G O T E? So it's the greatest of their era. Uh, and it, and it, as much as I hate this thing well, anyway, I was like, I think that makes more sense because you can't, you can't compare Jordan to Kareem and Will and you know and LeBron to Jordan and stuff, right? And so I don't know, like if you want to have these conversations, you just kind of give people their error, their due. Yeah, I mean, we did that. We did that during quarantine. We think we we both, did. We picked a, a favorite of a decade. Yep. Uh, how about go? We gave him the logo for that decade. Decade era, greatest of the. We gave him a logo. Yeah. Anyway, oh, we did give him a logo. Yeah, we gave the yeah. logos. The yeah, decade logos. Yeah. So, Chris, uh, speaking of the NBA, then let's go into one of my favorite topics, which are NBA futures. Great. Because they've released the NBA championship odds for 2021. Of course they have. You've got the Lakers at plus 350. They are the front runners with the LA Clippers right behind them at plus 400, which feels like a bad bet. Um, the mm. Bucks and then the Warriors are fourth highest odds at plus 600. Okay. So, Here's to me what feels like good money. You've got the Brooklyn Nets yes. at plus nine hundred. Yes. How are you gonna sleep on that? Like that that feels like I mean if don't they have two great players? And is that a team that and made maybe the, getting a made, third potentially? You made, never know. Yeah. That that to me, I mean, so if they're definitely the second highest favorite team in the East, if you want them just to win the Eastern Conference, they're plus three hundred. Um, I don't personally see the Heat 
doing this again, they're also plus 900. But the Celtics are interesting at plus 1200, though I don't know sure. if I could bring myself to to bet on them. Yeah. Those are I in my opinion, I feel like the Nets, I mean, I just at least to win the East. Like that they just feel so ripe. I'm just wait, so where are the Nets then if if uh, they're not t- are they 5th or 6th? So the Nets are 5th. They're right okay. after the Warriors. Warriors are All plus right. 600, Nets are 5th at plus 900. They're tied with the Heat actually at plus 900. To win the championship, yeah. So if the Heat bring, but he would have to bring back basically their entire team, and then even add maybe like one more piece or something, yeah. right? To to kind of, um, because they, I mean, they also finished what fourth or fifth in the division. So yeah, um, I, as much as I like them, I, yeah, I, I that doesn't feel that feels a little too. I you know I think they're getting a bump because they were in the finals there. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, yeah. Honestly, my question, I had a question for you: Was are you willing to go in on the Nets futures? bets you know for next year um because i from what i saw they were they were somewhere right around the same place i think yeah. on, on the I list mean, that i saw so at 900 i think is that is sweet it's not gonna get better uh, than that it's not after the first game of the season it's gonna be yeah it's gonna go down yeah. it, right that number's you're only gonna get worse odds at that point and i mean what uh, and none of those top five are really like i mean okay maybe the lakers repeating with lebron but they're they're probably going to lose a couple guys. They're going to have to try to retool that roster a little bit. It probably won't matter, I guess. No. Uh, and then the Clippers, Warriors, and who else was there? So um, Clippers, Warriors, Bucks. Obviously the Bucks. But yeah, just, man. The Bucks. Come on. I don't know. You it, can't bet on the Bucks. You can't like the Clippers. I, at this point, as much as I love the Clippers and want them to actually win a championship, I, I'm, it's going to be hard for me to try to even bet on them and, and for them to do anything than they more so than they did this year. I agree. Uh, and the Warriors are. Warriors are probably just getting a lot of respect because they're getting the two guys back from injury, which the rest of their team m- might be garbage. I I would not like. So here's what. So I like to split like after taking the Nets, I would take the Nets to win the championship. But if I was gonna go into like the conference winners, I think I would probably just because the just for just for value, the Sixers mm-hmm. at plus one thousand just to win the East feels like something that might be worth Could it. Be. If Doc could nice write, little, yep, if Doc could write yep. that ship, I mm-hmm. also like. I like the Dallas Mavericks at plus twelve hundred to win the West because who fucking knows? Like those, the and and I mean plus twelve hundred. Like that's a. Did the Lakers win the West this year, or did they even do? I think did the Clip, they do conferences? The Clippers won the West. Yeah. Um, I'm not yet. So so and that's what so that's why that's that would be my thing is like you probably you probably pick another team besides the Lakers and or maybe possibly the Clippers because they might be sort of resting their guys and they're just playing for the playoffs. So yeah, in that sense, like the Warriors might actually be able to win the West again or or the Mavericks might not be a a terrible play or something there, too. Then that's a good point. I still think, though, I think where we land here is the good money is on the Brooklyn Nets to win the championship. If you're going to, cause it does. I don't and I'm not even hundred percent convinced that they're, they're probably the best team next year. No, I don't know either, I think, but they, they seem like the team that could break, right? Like for sure. Yeah. And plus 900 is, I, I think that's crazy. Plus they're odds. rocking those Jersey jerseys. So go, oh, go the throwbacks, the, the new Jersey Nets throwbacks. If you haven't seen them, check them out. They will mid nineties. They, oh. they will evoke a, oh. a, a visceral a feeling inside of you. <laughs> shit Chris we talked about fucking bad movies way too long um I uh, we're like already a half hour in I know I I really sh- I should have I should have capped it I am um I had a whole I get, bunch- I get could we do three could we do three lightning round questions yeah, here for you let's do it I want that's what I wanted to get at I wanted to know what your big three are 
Okay, will the Sixers go after Daryl Morey now that he stepped down from the Rockets? Yes. Or should they? No. Oh. What do you think? Uh, they, they seem to have such a hard-on for him for over the years. I think it would be crazy if they didn't at this point, and then they sort of just – I don't know if they keep Elton Brand and try to work out something there – Maybe Daryl Morey becomes sort of like the vice or the, the president of operations or something. Do you, what has Daryl Morey done though? Like he hasn't done he hasn't done anything. He yeah. has not done anything. Yeah. It's more reputation and like early sort of trade and b- team building. But in the last five years, all he's done is just sort of sell out to go for a championship. And so you're gonna out. you're telling me the Sixers need three fucking GMs because Doc considers himself a D- GM. Elton yeah, is the GM, and Daryl comes in. <laughs> You got three fucking GMs. Like that sounds yeah. like a, a it shit show. It seems a very Sixers thing to do. <laughs> it's true. It's a guarantee. <laughs> it's a guarantee. That's it's gonna happen. Actually, <laughs> Pat Croce's coming back too. There's gonna have a nine to, nine player development. And get, fucking, get the get the fucking Colangelos in there too while you're at it. <laughs> That'd be great. There's like five co-owners. Exactly. All, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Next question. Yeah. Frank Vogel is an NBA championship coach. No, this it's stupid. It's he's Tyron Lue. Like you, any coach that won one ring with fucking LeBron, like, and that's a wrap. Like they, they don't get. They're not. They're not. So is he the like, least likely or or least respected coach to ever win a championship? At I, least in the last like forty years. Well, I mean, I have no idea. Like who who? There's probably been some real dogs who have won the who have won the ring. Just just following, you know, who like I don't know. Put it this way, since like I I, I kind of looked it up a little bit to kind of okay. get an answer, and an overwhelming majority of championships have have been won by um, since like eighty one or eighty two I think by Pat Riley, Popovich, Phil Jackson. Okay. And then you have and then you have like Spolstra's a couple now. Um, you have Rudy Tomjanovich won a couple. Uh, Doc won one. I'm thinking there's a forgetting another guy who's won a couple, uh, two or three. Um, and then it's like Larry, oh, like Larry Brown and there's a couple other guys. There's basically a, there's, there's, hasn't been a championship coach, uh, the name that you don't know really, or who isn't, you consider a good coach since like the early eighties. Yeah. I, I mean, you're right. I think the, they're, they're the, all, the, the they're list. all names, right? Like you've got like Larry Browns and Rick Carlisle's and like, right. Steve to Kerr. Me, Tyron Lue's probably the worst coach that's won a ring in my in my yeah, opinion, he is. I, I think Vogel, when I, though I don't like him, when he was, when they would cut away to him and how he was like talking to that team and how he was right. like motivating them, he was doing really a really him. great job. Like it was a lot oh, of, he was? yeah, I thought he was saying the right things. Oh. I was, I was impressed when they, when they do like sidelines with him, like drawing up plays and stuff. I was not, I thought he would did a, a decent I, job. I think he's a good, I think he's a good coach. You know, he's a, he's an average coach at worst you know like he didn't do a terrible job with all those other teams that he did with in orlando or wherever else he was he's not a great coach though but maybe they they just sort of found the role in his his job and they just you know maybe that's what he's good at right and yeah. doing those kinds of things and kind of talking and motivating the teams and kind of getting them to focus or something when they needed to but at the same time like the, the guy's not really he's not really coaching no you know he's, no, no, no. he's not he's coaching just... like popovich or phil jackson no he and they didn't need they don't obviously they don't need that because they have lebron this is true. I mean, I do, is Franco Vogel a good coach? Here's the deal. He's, his playoff record, lost in the first round, lost in the conference finals, lost in the conference semifinals, lost in the conference finals, then just missed the playoffs entirely, mm-hmm. his entire mm-hmm. tenure with Orlando, and then got this gig with the Lakers and won the ring. So I, you're right. It just required like the right personality. So 
it's probably a better testament to like how they cre- like formulated that team. That's probably mm-hmm. more of an executive uh, kudos than yep. it is a, a coaching kudos. Totally. But I still think Tyron lose like and good luck, good luck, LA Clippers with that five year <laughs> contract you just signed with him. <laughs> That should be a bet. I want to put that bet up. Will Tyron Lue play out or uh, coach out his contract? Like, what kind of odds would you put on that? I mean, at this point, if if Doc Rivers can't make it, a, you know, only makes it a year, you know, like I don't can can Tyron Lue? I, I the odds aren't good then. I would I would think to go five years, like yeah, let uh, alone pretty bad. What's the what's the over under three? Yeah, at least two. Yeah. Two and a half. He's got. He gets two and <laughs> a half? half. It's two and a half. <laughs> it has to be two and a half. It has to be two and a half because, like, first year he can shit the bed a little. Second year, they get it right. They get it maybe yeah, a little or a little more right. You know, I think it's two. Thing, you know? I think it's two. I think it's two. Yeah. I think if he doesn't have yeah, success, I think it is two too. If he doesn't get, win the championship in the second year, he's done. He's out. Yeah. Plus, because that team has so much problems, essentially, like they gave all it's the draft picks away. It's they either a rebuild stuff. or they try it with someone else. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. Right. I think it's two. I think the plus minus is two. Okay. Yep. I agree. All right. What do you got? Third one. Uh, okay. We, let's finish on, on this one. Um, even though I think uh, th- I'll throw this one out here. Everyone keeps talking about Chris Paul to the Knicks, you know, sort of bandwagon sort of rumors and stuff. Wow. But isn't Russell Wills, what, Russell Westbrook, the, the sort of the yeah, perfect. It's, it's done. It's like Chip it's, style. It's written. It's, it's, it's written. And it's, it, it, it was, it's been written. It was written. It? The, it was written the day that Russell Westbrook was born. When I, when his comet struck the earth, that he guy was has destined to, to be a Knicks. Like he ha- like he has to be a Knicks and he has to play for Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, like th- if, those two will, will like love each other till the end of time. If that doesn't happen, it's a n- nothing makes sense. Like no, n- like that it, it absolutely has to happen. It will okay, happen. Finally, huge mad respect to the NBA and Adam Silver for crushing the bubble and proving you how you can manage this crisis. Zero positive COVID tests. Chris, I agree with you, but I want to also put in there kudos to the fucking MLS and WNBA for also doing it. Though the NBA was the highest profile to do it, and they no positive tests, and it was much bigger personalities for sure, a much harder thing to coordinate, and it Mm -hmm. looked good. It worked on TV. They took their time, and this championship feels like a true championship. No doubt in my mind. The product was incredible. I did want to just put a disclaimer out there. WNBA did it, and Major Major League Soccer right. did it too. You're totally right, and I—that's my fault. That's the sexist man in me for not thinking of the WNBA, because uh, you're totally right. Um, <laughs> Have you ever seen <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Dunnigan does this fucking fake podcast called Pussies, which is like two guys who are like self-hating feminists. You gotta fucking you gotta watch. It sounds like us when we talk about the NBA WNBA sometimes. <laughs> I <laughs> just highly recommend it. Go on Kyle Dunnigan's fucking Instagram. Look up those videos. They're incredible. Uh, then, so then Adam Silver or Kathy Engelbert, who is the president of WNBA, I, or both of them, they, they should be the, the president and the vice president of the United States. You could choose who where you want to be president. But they are the ones that should actually be running this fucking country. I agree. Because they could prove what you can actually do and accomplish. You can, they prove that you can run a business with a conscience yes. and a heart. And using science and, and still protecting people and yeah, with science. Look at what look at what the NBA went up against. The NBA had a fucking boycott in the bubble. They had an actual boycott. Let's not forget. Let's not lose sight that the NBA boycotted games. They 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 
like yep. during yep. this entire thing. Players, and, yeah, players were gonna. And they, yeah, they opened up dialogue. The players didn't play for like what ten or sorry a week. Or week. Like, and and they kept the dialogue open. They had they, they worked it out. They worked it out. They worked it out. And I don't know if all the players are would consider it a success or not. Um, I think that if they were to do the bubble again, they need to have a lot more mental health care professionals sure. available in the bubble. Sure. Right, it's not perfect. Exactly, perfect, but pretty fucking close. Pretty yes. close. As as I think the eleventh or twelfth team in the in the NFL has been has had their schedule changed due to either their own COVID outbreak or another team's COVID outbreak. Like in week four, the NBA did it the end of their regular season and an entire playoffs and championship without a single fucking incident. And they had, and they had Lou Williams to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> those chicken wings though man come on i know dude i fucking love chicken wings, <laughs> chicken wings. <laughs> all right nfl lines. NFL. we got no time to do this so this will be like we're back in the radio days when we had we actually had a cutoff time and we had to do this in a little bit of like with a little bit of vim and vigor uh we last week minutes. last week chris we uh we both did okay i think we both did seven and five Thank um, God we didn't have a full slate of games to pick from because uh, we 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 ended up not picking like two or three games because they weren't they were up in the air and, and were about to get canceled. So I think that benefited us, Chris. Still, no one. It, I don't know what you consider your Thursday night game, but if we call it Tuesday, we still lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week, uh, we there is no Thursday night game, which is great because uh, who needs it? I don't. I don't nope. need that in my life. I don't need that nope. that nope. nonsense. So I'd rather have a Tuesday night game now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> or two or the two Monday night games now too is like that's totally gonna become a thing oh, you know next sure. year, right? It's that's always there's sure. gonna have to be two Monday night games now. I'm surprised they're not they haven't pushed harder on like doing Saturday games. I like I do like how the NFL has bullied the the MLB playoffs off of a Sunday. <laughs> it's the fucking major league baseball playoffs, and they're like, we're not Nobody touching cares. Sunday. I'm like, Nobody you, cares. Yep. You, like it's so great. They got bullied out of a fucking day. Yeah. It's their yeah. actual t- like it's yep. incredible. I I yep. am I'm just I'm so impressed that the NFL <laughs> is that important. Chris, we got Baltimore going to de- to uh, Philadelphia on our first week here, mm-hmm. our first game of the week. My bad. Uh, Baltimore is giving up seven and a half points to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, that feels a little light to me. I feel like Baltimore, I mean, don't make no mistake. Philadelphia got really lucky last week. They got some serious calls against Pittsburgh. If you, if you think that that game was actually close, it wasn't at all. There were, there was a foot, there was a touchdown by the Steelers that was called back on the weakest, weakest pat offensive pass interference I've ever seen. And there was a defensive pass interference that kept a drive going. That game shouldn't have been 14 points. It's definitely Baltimore winning by a landslide in this game. Uh, yeah, I agree. Although the only thing, the only concern that worries me here is like Philly's at home. Maybe they're getting, you know, but you, I think you sort of corrected me on that because of last week's game, because of the perception that I had of that game. I tried to watch a little bit of it here and there. Um, so I thought, you know, maybe like Philly's getting better and they're improving and, and, you know, maybe they could cover seven and a half, but I can't, you can't, you can't bet on them. I think, and you can't bet against Baltimore in this, in this position. It's like, if you bet, you take the minus seven and a half. And if you lose, you're like, all right, so be it. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. I, that, that then something happened. That's yeah. Like, something crazy happened that game. Totally. And whatever. Totally. Uh, all right. So you got Denver. They're 
getting 10 points going into New England. Denver hasn't played in, what, 20 days? Something <laughs> crazy. Uh, Drew Locke is back. Melvin Gordon's in the clink. Uh, <laughs> this, this, doesn't feel, this doesn't feel like a great game for Denver. What do you like? It's not. Uh, it's not. Even with with Drew Locke in there, I, I their their teams their teams a mess. They're injured all over the place. Um, I I can't. New England's at home here, so it's ten points. So the double digit points is the only thing that kind of makes me kind of think a little bit. Like, is that too much? And I th- I don't know. Like the success we've had is usually isn't very good with double digit spreads here. Uh, but I think New England's still too good, too strong. Cam Newton's back. Uh, you got. I I gotta I gotta take New England. I think you're right. Okay. I think I think I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah. I don't want to. I I just yeah. I just New England's too smart. Denver's too dumb. That's just how that goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, this game is a good one. This one. Oh, this is this right is... up our alley right here. This is oh, Chicago going to Carolina. Carolina is the home favorite minus one. This one's an interesting line. Uh, you've got or over under at forty five. What do you like? Oh, uh, I'm curious about your over under on that one, but I, I, I don't understand how Chicago's only getting one point in this game. Again, like this seems Ooh. like disrespect to Carolina. Ooh. Wait, Chicago, you mean that Carolina should be favored? Yeah, Carolina. Well, totally. they should be favored by more. Totally, totally. Like I, it's like every week. I think we we learned last week that like stop disrespecting Carolina here. But uh, Chicago, like they, did, Chicago, it was too did close to spread Tampa last Bay. week against Atlanta, and they crushed them. Chris, uh, it was one and a half. They were one and a half point dogs last week at, to Atlanta. Chris, I would agree with you, but you love Chicago. Well, la- I do love Chicago. Last week, I got a we- out of the blue text from Benmo, an old friend of the pod. Oh. Benmo came and reared his ugly head, uh-huh. and he said, I think Chicago is sneaky good. Hmm. I don't know what he meant, but they won that night. So I'm going to go with Chicago again because somehow they might be sneaky good. I don't know. They might be. I, I can't see it. They, I don't know, man. I, I, listen, this, I'll, so you, I'll tell you, this is, my, this is my strong take on this game. The under on this game. Yeah. I think it's two oh, really good defenses. Yes. Yes. And you take the under of 45. Remember when one. Carolina was a bad defense, like week one, and now they're yeah. like a good defense. It's crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. Like both these teams, I wouldn't be surprised if both these teams are really good and really terrible, and they've just sort of had like a weird hot run of like the last three weeks or something. I, I love the under. Even at 45, I feel like that's Vegas just saying like tempt me. They just want yeah. you to take the over on that one. Mm-hmm. Houston getting three. No, shit. That was it. Yeah. I did it in four Getting. games. Giving. No, they're getting three no, they're and a half. Getting. Oh, I did it right. <laughs> Fuck. Houston getting three and a half in Tennessee. Uh, Houston, Woo, you, Tennessee are a, you are a bad team. Tennessee, you're a pretty good team. They I, are. Uh, now, you were right with Houston last week, rebounding with, with Romeo Cornell as their head coach. Uh, they pulled off a pretty, a pretty convincing, uh, well, huge one, 16-point win over Jacksonville. It's the Cornell so, factor. It is. However, I think... You were right. I was wrong in that sense, but I don't. I think Cornell is. I don't know if there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a thing here for this, but it, it's like the one game sort of rebound energy sort of thing. Houston, get, a da- I'm a little surprised a Houston's team. only getting three and a half points. I think there's a little maybe overreaction there from last Agreed. week. I'm, I'm still confident in taking Tennessee at I, home. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I love Romeo Cornell as much as the next guy, but this line <laughs> feels so good. Tennessee was Tennessee gave seven points to Buffalo last week, which was. That if you did not hit that, you were a fool. 
I this doesn't even feel like enough, uh, like of a of a yeah. of a correction yeah. in that in that regard. So yeah, if this uh, was seven points. Maybe I consider this thing because maybe Houston turns around. I mean, they had um, someone compile the stats on it from from uh, from what happened from after Bill O'Brien here, and they if I can find it. Uh, uh, the Texans game plan with Al O'Brien is, 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 is way more play action and more aggressive downfield throws. And Watson set season highs for play action and air yards per attempts. Now, I mean, those are whatever stats you want to take out of those, but it just means that they're being a little more aggressive. They're using play action passing, which is usually a very effective uh, style of offense for almost every team out there who does it. Uh, mo- uh, the, there's, Stat heads are always saying that people probably teams should be doing play action more because it, it always it almost always works. Don't tell Philip Rivers that. <laughs> well, Philip Rivers because that dude's old and broken. But he, he doesn't fucking he doesn't ever do a, he doesn't ever do play action and they, that's why he sucks. Right. Uh, and so, but so in that sense, like Houston may have found maybe a better offensive formula here and using their 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 players and Watson and their wide receivers better and even it looks like David Johnson might even be a better player without Bill O'Brien here. It's it's sort of the Adam Gase effect maybe um in reverse like you get rid of the coach instead of all the players but uh so it's still it's only three and a half points so i'm, I'm huge confidence in tennessee here but i wouldn't be surprised if houston starts making a little bit of run at least i don't know about winning games but covering here as as the rest of the season maybe everybody's gonna beat up on jacksonville it's just a thing i don't think you beat up on tennessee uh no. atlanta getting four points in minnesota chris mm. i guess i'll take this one first uh this is a really weird game you don't have any coaching staff, uh, or no? You just just Dan Quinn's gone, right? Just the second Irish firing of the of the NFL season. Quinn and their and their general manager, right? Oh, that's right. But it, right. which is weird to fire your general manager in the middle of the season. The, is there a bump there? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna go ahead and use Houston as the example in Atlanta. I don't know. They, I think it's, it's Raheem Morris, Raheem the, Morris. Uh, the defensive uh, the coordinator, s- the second black interim head coach that'll probably lose his job to a white head coach by the end of exactly. the season. Exactly. Uh, um, I like, I like this. I mean, he's got to be better than, than Romeo Cornell. And if he's getting four points against a pretty lame <laughs> Minnesota team without Dalvin cook, I'd say, take that, take that. I'm going to, Fool me 1,000 times, Atlanta. Let's just put it that way. Fool me 1,000 times. <laughs> 1,001. Shame on me. One just, more time. I'm Let's just go a one bad more time boy. Shame on me, Atlanta. Shame, shame. Here's, the, here's my only hesitation with Atlanta is if, if Julio Jones is still injured or uh, even Ridley. I think a lot of other guys are questionable. Um, maybe Matt Ryan is just, is just done. I think this uh, is a big Edo Smith game. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. I know you love him so much. Let's bring him back. Why not? Uh, so it's, but, but both, I actually, this might be as, as confident as I was with Chicago and Carolina being on the under, I might be, I'm, I'm pretty confident in the over here in 54 and a half, actually. Even. So like this, this could be a big shootout. Gunslingers. Uh, yeah. Two gunslinging teams here Four. it's, I want to take Minnesota cause they're at home, but it's, if it's four points. And, and so I'm going to, I'm going to take the points there, I think, because it's, because this could be a high scoring game. And I, I think it's, um, you, you kind of go that route. Okay, cool. The, yep. This is a game that I will not get to watch because I will be traveling uh, with my wife to my w- back from my in-laws, but I'm hoping I could catch it on Westwood one. Uh, Cleveland is coming to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's giving them three points. Uh, I think that the, Browns have not won in Pittsburgh in 17 years. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Uh, if and I, but I will say this: Baker Mayfield finally passed Ben Roethlisberger as the winningest coach in Cleveland. So there's a lot of momentum oh. there. 
okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So that's that's kind of an exciting thing. Good positive. Um, Cleveland looks really good in the last couple of weeks. Like they, I think that I think I even said it last week. They they really seem to found their sort of offensive identity. And Pittsburgh's uh, Pittsburgh playing without two of their o- starting O linemen, which is not great if you're against Miles Garrett, who like literally tore off a quarterback's helmet last time he was in Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. There's that kind of yeah. Is this the first time they've played then since uh... the first time they played in Pittsburgh? They played in. Cleveland or vice versa. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, right. I, if, uh, I mean, Pittsburgh gave up seven and a half points to Philly last week and, and Cleveland's a, I think a much better team than Philly. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to really grow on, on Cleveland as I watch them every week here now. And, and I enjoy actually watching them. They're, they're actually a fun team to, to watch offensively and defensively. Um, I, f- three points feels really hard to sort of, to, to take, for Cleveland here because they're in Pittsburgh and because of that stat that you just said that they've lost what 17, whatever. Uh, so it's, it's, they've lost for, for 17 years, Chris. Yeah. 17 years. Now, how, how many of those have they covered? And right. And that's the big oh, question. There. That is the good question. That is the good question. But how many it's games only three points? And so that leads Anderson me to believe covered. that like, um, I don't, I think Pittsburgh wins. And I think that means they could, they should be able to cover this. I agree. Pittsburgh okay. seems pretty good. Uh, they are. Uh, yeah, they're good. I think if they, if you, if it's really going to come down to that, the, the defensive front against the O line on both in both examples, I think if, mm-hmm. if Baker's if Baker's running on his heels, he's going to throw interceptions. He's going to make mistakes. If that O line can hold up against Pittsburgh, he's they're in better shape. And and the other way around, Ben Roethlisberger doesn't want to get hit right. at all. And when he's when he's rushed, he doesn't see the field as well. So, and then he's forced to use his like third option and that's when he starts fucking up. So it's, it's whichever front four does better in my opinion. I mean, Cleveland's four and one They're I mean, they got an incredible record. They, I don't think they've had and this they kind of a record. they beat a really good team last week. I, in yeah. my opinion, I think they, I, I, which we're about they to talk might, about. Their offensive line might be the sort of new Dallas O line, right? right? From a few years ago where it was like just super impressive and they were just mauling and running all over everybody. They, Cleveland kind of has that feel to them where you don't know a lot of the guys or who the guys are on starting lines, but they're all going to maybe become famous at the end of this year here and like be, you know, um, you know, kind of ranked higher and all those kind of stupid things. But uh, I think, you know, to be four and one at this point, they're really good. But go into the Pittsburgh, I, if they could pull this win off, amazing. It'd be, yeah. it'd be, it'd be incredible. And for it'll them. be a fun, uh, it'll be a fun at AFC North if they do, because it'll be really mixed up. Um, yeah, right. Which I, which I would be excited to see. All right. Speaking of the AFC North, you got Cincinnati. They are road dogs at plus seven and a half going into Indianapolis. Chris, what happened to Joe Burrow? Oh man, he played against Baltimore's defense. <laughs> he's also, I mean, he, he had, it had, there's, there's going to be a couple games here and there that he's just not going to do anything. I, I don't know anybody that would have expectations against last week in Baltimore did you uh, see, of him did doing you see any, old, anything. Oh, dumb wink Martindale's all butthurt that they kicked a Shut field goal to fat to, ass up. First of all, there's one Wink Martindale, and it ain't you. Like, yeah, that you don't get to just be Wink no. Martindale. Like that's a no. that's another man's name. Get yep. your own goddamn name. Yep. Also, you piece of shit. It's talk about it. Like I'm sorry. You, you if if it didn't matter, if it if if the fucking if the if the shutout didn't matter, then then wh- then shut your fucking face. It's fucking ego. It's all it is is stupid ass ego yeah. that he thinks he his defense is good enough to shut them out, and they yeah, he, he didn't. Guess what? You didn't. Fuck you. you. Fuck yeah. you, Baltimore. Like, you're just, basic. Yeah, you're basic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that being said, Indianapolis, I don't, man, they're, 
I don't know what to make of them. They're, they've got a lot of talent. They're supposed to be good. They're three and two. Their defense is like like the ranked the best overall or something like that. Um, their secondary, I think, is trash. Like Phillip Rivers is is done, right? You should yeah. just dig a well, hole and throw him in it. They they could be losing with Jacoby Brissett, Brissett the same way. Like they they don't need to spend this much money to to play this way. Like I, yeah. I, I don't, I, and they're not, and they're not, I don't they're, fucking they're, get Phil Rivers. I don't get this fucking team. They're I, not, and they're supposed to have a really good all line. They're not like Jonathan. They're not running Jonathan Taylor very effectively. I don't think like they're, they're, he's okay. He's having success. He's putting up good numbers, but it, it seems like they should be, they should be dominating that line of scrimmage with a run game. I love Frank Reich. I don't love this team. I'm going to take, I'm I like the seven uh, that half point sways me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the Bengals lose, lose by more than seven. If they lose at all, I think it'll be close. Same, same as what happened with Cleveland. Uh, and Burrow's got a couple weapons. Um, and Mixon, mm-hmm. he's got two good receivers, a decent tight end, mm-hmm. and a good running back, and a line that's mm-hmm. blocking for him. Uh, this still feels like an under at forty six and a half, though. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that idea too. Yep. All right. Yeah, I'll roll. I'll roll with you. So far, I think we're are we we're picking all the same teams. Almost, here? except for oh. the Bears. Yeah, that's right. I'll what, roll with you, Cincinnati, in that one too. Is, is the swamp? Is that Miami? Is that what you're? No, what, what's this? <laughs> Is no, it, that's that's DC, the football team. Oh, the swamp, the swamp it <laughs> balls. Wow, this the Giants are favored as a team that hasn't won a game at plus yes. two and a half against a team that has won one game. That has Philly. to be a record. Like this F- is oh and five, a team is favored against a team that has won one game, one what, and four. I gotta know who you like in this game. Okay, so this I this, uh, listen. Uh, stay away from this game. I don't want this game. I don't want to pick this game. Um, it's the dumbest game in the world. That don't the give Giants it any more time. It. Don't give it any more time. Just whoever you take, take them. What do you really like? I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the football team at two and a half points. Okay. I don't care if their quarterback is is Haskins or Kyle Allen or or Alex Smith. Like they're that defense is really good, and and I think and and Giants are terribly. Awful, wretched, stinky ass garbage on That's, both sides of the ball. Great, I'll take the Giants just because this week this is a game I want. I don't care about, and I'm just gonna take oppose you. Just great. Why for, not? I'm th- throwing shit against a wall at a shitty game. Sure. Detroit against Jacksonville. Detroit is only getting three and a half points. I guess because Jacksonville, you you're starting to see what you get when you don't have any players on your team. Uh, I don't love Jacksonville. At, with I think if Jacksonville was getting seven, I might take them. Mm. But to me, this is a Detroit. This is this feels like a the kind of game Matt Patricia stockpiles on his resume. So at the end of the year, he's like, "Look, I almost made the playoffs." So give me Detroit <laughs> and the, the minus three and a half. <laughs> uh, I I can't I can't I I think I don't even I was gonna look it up my record on Jacksonville because I think I keep betting it um for them every week. I think I keep taking the points with them as their underdogs. Yeah, well, and, just keep and going, keep talking. I keep losing. And I'll tell I think you. on them. Keep talking. I'm going back to the well, Chris. Ta- one more time. Keep talking, and I'll tell you how you how you've it, done. It's I, like I can't like it doesn't like Detroit minus three and a half like the road favorite here. Like Detroit, there's no reason for Detroit to have that much respect about you know giving up three and a half points here to Jacksonville. Give me Minshew. You're so Minshewed out. You're so, you're I'm like, so Minshew now. You're I'm like all a over Charleston Minshew. Minshew. Why not? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, though. Even if Detroit's winning this game and they're up by a couple touchdowns, there's garbage time points here that Jacksonville, you're right, it's probably not enough points, but I'm taking it. I'm going Minshew mania. Okay. Good for you. That's, 
I can't believe how much I've like turned the corner on the bearded pencil. Now that everybody hates him, I like him. I don't get it. But anyway, yeah. that's who you are. It's <laughs> the contrarian. Oh, the New York Jets are going to Miami. They don't have. They've got Jamison Crowder. That's, that's all they have. That's all they. They've got one player. It's, this reminds me of like when the Steelers, when I first started liking them in the, like the the mid eighties, uh, they had nobody. They had they had Mark Malone, who was like he was basically yeah. Mark right. Malone, like was kind of your I don't know maybe Andy Dalton ish quarterback, maybe kind of good, maybe got maybe. him to the playoffs once in a while. They had Louis Lips, and Louis Lips is oh, the Jamison Crowder. He's the only good player on this team. Like the the Jamison Crowder is the Louis Lips of the Jets. <laughs> Miami's really well coached. They were but incredible against San Francisco and a half last week. Is a lot of points. Like that's a lot. Do you see Miami winning by nine and a, by more than nine and a half? Here's what I'm going to tell you, Chris. Okay. I think except for week one when we both bet on the Jets. Yeah. We took the points in the Jets. We were like they'll cover against Buffalo or whoever it was. Yeah. I have not bet, and we lost that. What we lost that first week against with the Jets. Yeah. I have not bet on the Jets since, yeah. and I've been winning every week. Oh, Jesus. Now, That's you good. have gone, I think, one or two other times, so two or three times total in five weeks, and, and I think you've lost going with the Jets every time. <laughs> <laughs> so here, what I'm, this is what I'm telling you, if you don't understand me at this point. Do not bet against the Jets. They can't cover. They can't score points. And Miami looks... Now, maybe this is a little bit of a letdown game with Miami coming off a blowout against domination against San Francisco here. Fuck San Francisco. But, uh, look, there's no way I'm, I'm betting. I'm taking, I, I don't even get this could, this could be 14 points and I'm still going against the jets until they prove me wrong. Chris, I got th- four, four words for you. J E T S. <laughs> Give me the jets. Thanks. Ride or die. Guaranteed to win. For me that <laughs> I don't fucking care. Fuck it. Maybe maybe they're better without their starting all pro court running back. Now, if they know. fired Gase, yeah. if they fired Gase, yeah, maybe. then I'm jumping all over the bets, uh, the, uh, the Jets and the Bets. Bets uh, and the, the Jets. The Bets and the Jets. Jets. Bets uh, and the Jets. Chris, only, one of the only good games of this week, uh, you've got Green Bay uh, going into the other bay of Tampa. Tam- Tampa Bay is an underdog, but only mm. a plus one underdog after shitting the bed against the Bears. Yeah. I... I'm going to take this one. Green Bay by a mile. Like, minus one feels like a fucking insult to me. Like feels I, a little bit insultish. Fu- yeah. Fuck you, Tom Brady. You do not get this kind of fucking... You, 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 don't, you just don't get it. Like, I, it might be close, but one? One fucking yeah. point? If it was yeah. three and a half, three maybe? Half? Yeah. This feels like easy money to me. I'd stay away from that fucking over at 55.5. Yeah. But Green Bay I was all thinking day. the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. Like this one, I I don't want to do the over under on this one either. Either way, because I could, you know, it could be a shootout. It could be a high scoring game, or it could it could it not. There's two pretty decent defenses there. Um, total stay away game for me. Uh, uh, anything across this board. Because yeah. um, Tampa could win this game. Maybe Tampa's base really is really good, but I don't think they are. Uh, and and Tom, you know, fuck Tom. Yeah, fuck Tom. Uh, I okay. So now Sunday night, you've got. This is a game that's sort of appealing to me, just as a hate watch. Sure. You've got the yeah. L.A. Rams. Totally agree. I totally agree. L.A. Rams are favored going into San Francisco. Um, you've got two coaches that I think are two of the biggest bros, mm. with two of the biggest pretty Bro-ball. boy knucklehead quarterbacks that are not mm. that good. 
I love I love that San Francisco's turned on fucking Garoppolo after taking him to the fucking Super Bowl five weeks into a fucking season. Is that how you treat your fucking franchise quarterback, you numbskull? And then you got the fucking Rams. I, I like I. The Rams are fun to watch. Otherwise, I can't stand them. I hate them, but I I I said this last week. I'm gonna say it again. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. That's better than any fucking player on San Francisco's offense. Give me the Rams. or defense. Yeah, I, or defense. Yeah. Maybe San Francisco rebounds a little bit from from the Miami game from last week, uh, I, but they 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 just seem so broken and and dysfunctional. Like there, there's actually like if if they don't have a winning record at the end of the year, I mean there's huge legit reasons here to you got to get rid of Kyle Shanahan. At Harbaugh this comes back. <laughs> Harbaugh comes back. Oh Jesus Christ! I mean uh, you got to get rid of John Lynch who too who's the general manager or president or whatever the fuck he is. I like love the, I love the San Francisco fucking roller coaster. I love I love it too. They oh, make it to too. the fucking promised land yep. as the darlings, as the yep. oh no one believed in us. Every yep. fucking six years, they go yep. from the shit, the cellar. They fucking clean house. They get some new coach, some new shiny toy. They overachieve with players like the no one's ever heard of Kittle, George Kittle. Oh my god, have you seen him? Uh, <laughs> and then they fucking reach the fucking the Super Bowl, only get to shit down their legs, and then fucking. Com- completely fall apart the next year they've been doing this they did this with fucking singletary as a coach they did this with harbaugh as a coach and they're doing it again it's like go fuck yourself san francisco be this way i got two i got two alternate versions of the future bets for you okay two future two futures one at the end of the season uh they they have a terrible season they fire kyle shanahan he becomes the head coach at atlanta and actually oh i love that I love that he gets reunited with Maddie with Maddie Ice. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. I that's a now that's a storyline I could get behind. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Right. That kind of, that would I would like Kyle Shannon a lot more if he won with me too. Atlanta. Me too. Now the other one, the alternate uh, future here is whatever problems they have, somehow they don't work it out, and Green Bay still wants to trade Aaron Rodgers, even though whatever, however successful they are at the end of this year. And they trade Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco because they need a quarterback to get and they got to get rid of Garoppolo. Uh, and it, I mean, it, like at the beginning of the season, this seemed written in the cards that, that Rogers is probably gone after this year, Yeah, but, I'm though, like, I'm but now not... they're so successful. That, that's where this is a little bit of a hiccup here. Cause I don't know if they could trade him if, if he's really that good and they nah, have a they, really they, successful season. They keep him and they just make the poor kid that like got drafted, like sit it, on the bench. It's, it's the, basically they, they're going to Rogers him, which yeah. was like three years down the I road. Like it, Rogers had a good career. Just fucking yeah. bide your time, dude. Learn. But Rogers, he's a barrier dude. His favorite team was San Francisco Giants or the San Francisco 49ers growing up. Yeah, but he hates uh, his family. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> I can just I'm just saying like I, I like the Shanahan one better but I'm just saying maybe there's another futures kind of bet to throw on or, or throw on the uh on the website there on uh, our website god I gotta I'm gonna, I'm cr- I'm gonna to create a profile one. I'm gonna by week eight I'm gonna create my own profile start putting <laughs> I'm gonna do a not for not for them profile and we'll okay, just great. put our bets up there we'll get Benmo to, to bankroll it so we've got Perfect. a how we've got a, we've got a purse yeah all right so you're taking the Rams I take it uh yeah oh yeah i gotta take the rest okay kansas city monday night going into buffalo remember that team that everybody liked one week ago and now looks like shit well they're now underdogs at home plus three and a half buffalo is a home dog always feels like a bit of a fuck you um kansas city is there problems there do they have a running game what's going on chris tell me what do you think who do you like uh, so far for this season, Kansas city has not been able to cover their, their large spreads of like six or seven points or more. Right. And so they've, they lost against Vegas, you know, minus 13 last week. Yep. 
they won a couple other, you know, they lost a couple other ones. They're, they're having, a, they're, there's something wrong with that team too. There's, there's a little, they're a little off. Like even Mahomes, he's putting up incredible numbers. He looks a little off on some of his it's throws. Little, he's not making good throws. Little, they're a little swoony. Crisp precision throws. Yeah. It's, it's, there's something to worry about there in Kansas City. Like, I don't think they're as, as dominant as everyone, like, thought they would be going forward for the rest of the year. Maybe they just have to get a little more, like, warmed up here. Maybe they're a second half kind of team. Um, I'm still, I still think, you know, and all right, and, and all finally, uh, can we stop with the Josh Allen for MVP fucking votes here? <laughs> enough is enough with that stupid silliness. I think, um, I think that died. I think that, I think that died. Yeah. Hopefully that died and, and it's forever. Uh, I'm still happy to go with Kansas city though. As, as, as much as I'm not as high on them, of I'm still course. happy to go with them. This, minus is, three a, and this half is so gen- This is so generous. Generous. Of Vegas. Very generous for Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, or I mean, sorry, for uh, KC? Well, Buffalo should be getting more. Here. You're getting Kansas city on fucking Monday night in a, in a team that got their asses handed to them by Tennessee for only with and only giving up three and a half. Like that feels and home like feels not. Re- I don't think it's really mattering here, right? I, it's not just, Buffalo. Normally, Buffalo at home, maybe it's worth maybe, something there. Maybe, but three and a half for fucking KC, the Super Bowl champs, and still probably the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. That yeah. feels like easy money to me. I you would. need at least. I think you need at least seven points against Kansas City in any game to feel confident in in uh, in, in them sort of not covering. Now, Chris, let's finish this with the. Oof. Anybody who bets on this is the biggest asshole in America game. <laughs> Arizona is 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 a is a favorite going into Dallas one and a half. Andy Dalton and the I mean it, it there's so many storylines here. I, what do you do? First of all, kudos is this an under fifty five to cousin Ro, to cousin Roey for fucking picking that Dalton pick because he saw in the cards the Dak mm. would go down. I I mean. This is so disrespectful to Arizona, in my opinion. But Chris, what do you think? What do you think they should? What do, what do you think the line should be? Actually, like three and a half. Minus Arizona, three and a half Arizona, Arizona, who's I think is a. I mean, they did have some some. They had a couple of rough weeks. Maybe this is maybe this is a pick 'em. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I I feel like they're they're worth more than one and a half. I would I would that's say why like, this I feels would like a stay three away. and a half or four. Or it's like one of those weird games where we're like four or five points, maybe even. Um, yeah, I, this, listen with Dallas, with Dalton. And, and the only thing I can say is like, if, like it, if, if they do decide to run more with Zeke Elliott to take sort of the pressure off of, off of Dalton, I think they might be able to find some success in that. Right. And, and win some games that way. Otherwise you can't put this team on Dalton's shoulders and expect him to win, you know, game almost every other game. Yeah. I agree that I would say that if this line was three, if this line was like five, like you said, I would be like, maybe the Dalton magic could, could pull them in that yep. close, but one and yeah. a half, like, no, I, I think this game could be close. I just not this close. And, and I'm, I'm, although, you know, Dallas and whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm still comfortable taking Arizona for now. All right, good. Well, we only disagreed on four games this week. That's so, great. Cause we're, so we're all in or we're all out together. Exactly. We're just becoming the same person. It's just going to be not for nothing with Chris. Uh, and we'll both talk from now on. We, we just sync our voices up together and we'll, we'll just say the same things. And it'll just sound like one person talking. Maybe we'll do it in half the fucking time. Chris, it's been a blast. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, buddy. Bye.